This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Welcome to Tort Talk. I am your host, Paul Stadden, the guy who doesn't know that much about the law, but that's okay because this is where I'm going to get educated. This show is all about the legal, the law, the stuff that has to do with personal injury and cases, all the interesting stuff you need to know should you ever need a personal injury lawyer. And wouldn't you know it? I actually have a personal injury lawyer right here in the studio. Same thing every single week. You know, we talked to Terrence Gross of Gross & Schuster uh, about all the law and legal stuff you want to know. So thank you so much for joining me again, Terrence. Glad to be here, and it's it's always fun, and I uh, look forward to it. Well, I appreciate you saying so, but if you had to do it all over again. So we've been talking about the why the past couple days, uh, we, or the past couple weeks, rather. We were talking about why you like being a lawyer, why you don't. But let's talk about if you had to do it all over again. So I know you like doing what you do. You like being able to defend the little guy, being able to get them compensation. But is it the path that you want? Were there other paths that you would have liked to have taken in your legal career? Why so, if so? You know, we all have regrets. We can all look back. We've all made our mistakes. And we go, God, I can't believe I did that. And with many things, you know, whether I should have bought that house, I should have never sold that house. We could all go back and second guess many things we've done. Right. But there's two things I would never second guess in my life. Number one is the spouse I chose that I've been married to mm-hmm. for, uh, it's 40 years now. Nice. Uh, it's our anniversary. Awesome. And um, I, I uh, my wife, Cindy, so I, I would... Not second guess that it was a, a great decision back then, and, and it's still great today. And the second one is my law career. Um, when I was in law school, I thought I was going to be a real estate lawyer because mm. I liked real estate, and I viewed myself as not being articulate. And so I knew that to be a trial lawyer, that you had to be articulate and try cases. And then I, I did an internship. My uh, third year of law school here in Pensacola of all hmm. places, the public defenders. And I actually got to try four jury trials and went four and oh. Oh, all right. And, and I'm not saying I was Effley Bailey. Now I'm I probably stuttered and stammered throughout the cases, but it just said, Hey, I could do this. And then I got out of law school here and I, I worked for a fellow right around the corner, right here in East Hill actually. Mm-hmm. And I worked here for a year and a half with him and I uh, quickly realized, I don't want to work for anybody. I don't want to work for myself. So in 1981, as a young buck, 27 years old, I went out on my own here on 9th Avenue. Uh, and the rest is history, as I say. I did begin doing you know, criminal, and I did divorce, did all that. But I really didn't like divorce. I didn't like the messiness right, of right, that, right. all that. And criminal parts of it I liked, but a lot of it I didn't. And uh, I just started doing more personal injury, and it just grew on me. And like the reasons I said on the past programs, I really liked fighting the insurance companies, helping the injured people. And so since uh, about 1985, I specialized totally in uh, car wrecks, and that's what I do today, and I've done well. And I actually, people marvel at it. I advertise a tiny bit, but um, I don't have billboards. I don't have TV ads. Uh, And now... I, I, it's it's shocking, but my three partners in my law practice are my two sons and my son-in-law. Right. And it's wonderful. And we get along. I mean, you, you know, that can go either way when you do this father-son thing. Right. And it's worked out great, you know. And uh, I've helped them. I've been a mentor to them 
with the practice of law, but they've actually helped me because of technology. I mean, I'm just a, I'm an old fella, and at 68, I'm intimidated by a lot of uh, technology, and these guys are whizzes. And, uh, you know, people come to my office or trying to describe some intersection to me and we're drawing little diagrams and all that. My sons, they pull up Google Earth and there's the intersection. You can see the gas station they're talking about. And and it's a county, you know, it could be an Okaloosa County. They don't even know the thing, but they just pull up the intersection. And now the client's really, I was right there. And and so just little things like that, (laughs) uh, I marvel at. But no, right now. You know, I, I, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing, and I enjoying working with them. I have no regrets. I, I, I think I, I marvel at where I am because I was just a, all by myself, just trying to eke out a living. Right. And now we have a vibrant practice, and we're able to to compete with all these billboard lawyers and and uh, TV ad lawyers, and we're still and people say, "How do you do it?" And really, it's word of mouth. Just you know, just being fair with people, being honest, doing a good job, and and it shows in our reviews. If uh, people were to look at our reviews online, uh, that that tells a lot. That is that is good to know because you want to know that the path you took does have the impact that you really want. Um, you know, and you know, you talk about not being technologically savvy, but it is kind of nice going into the Google reviews and seeing the five stars. You know, it's nice being able to do that kind of research on yourself and seeing that people are actually enjoying. Uh, well, I, mean, I say enjoying. You know, getting a personal injury lawyer, they're they're satisfied and they're they're happy with the outcome, and you get results for them. So, if you hadn't gone down the route then of personal injury. What would another aspect of law be that you would really like to tackle? Well, probably none. I, early on, when I first got I was 80% criminal. So like I said, I mentioned the uh, public defender's office where I went to 4 and 0. That was criminal cases. And I, early on, you know, back in the you know 60s, if you had a DUI, mm-hmm. they'd say, Paul, you know, you, you shouldn't be doing that here. I'll drive you home and right. or, or whatever. Or you could say, I'm only two blocks away, officer. Okay, just drive home and whatever. Those days went away with the yeah. change of laws and society. And, and, and I got there right in the sweet spot. So when the I got there in 79 and nobody was fighting DUI cases. And there was another young lawyer, uh, F.T. Ratchford. He just recently passed. Hmm. And... Uh, and he was doing them, and I watched him, and I learned, and, and I did a lot myself. So I had an amazing record. And, of course, back then, the officers weren't that astute. The machines weren't that great. And we got into mm-hmm. calibration of the machines. And it was amazing how many of these DUIs you actually beat. So it was kind of fun, like a cops and robber. But as I started growing older, and maybe you ended up getting some of these career drunks, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, man, I'm getting these people off, and they can right. kill somebody. and and then I, I did get court appointed. Uh, what really turned me off to the criminal thing was I, young lawyer, I got a court appointed, which means the judge appoints you. Right. You are their lawyer. Right, right. And the, and the state will pay you. Right. And you don't pick the guy. The judge picks him. And this guy had raped a girl outside of a bar. Mm. And mm. It, 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 it was bad. And I'm thinking, how, how did I get myself into this? Right. How do I get out? And uh, we finally did a plea bargain. I was saying, thank the Lord I didn't have to go to trial on this thing. Right. Because I didn't want to beat up on some poor girl that I knew had been raped. I knew right. this guy was guilty. And I just felt dirty. Right. I felt so dirty 
representing someone that I knew was guilty. Um, so I found a lot different than maybe DUI, where maybe it was a nice businessman that had a few too many drinks, a nice fella, and he was and and and, and trying to help me out of a jam. But at the end of the day, it it, it kind of through all the cold water. I said, you know what? I don't think this is really for me right. for, as a career. I'm, I'm the wrong guy, and I admire the people that can do that. I don't know sure. how they do it. Well, uh, but I could, I just it wasn't me. I've heard you know the arguments. Um, you know, from people who do that kind of defending, I don't know how you feel about it, that they say, well, someone needs to defend. Everybody is, deserves to tail their side. Everybody needs to have this. And if there weren't people who do what I do, there wouldn't be any defense for these people at all. And I, you know, and I, I understand the need in our in our how we how we practice law in our judicial system uh, of having the defense for everyone, but I'm with you. I don't. I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I wouldn't be able to put myself in the headspace of saying, you know, I'm just doing my job. So I, how, how do you feel about that kind? Of, I'm sure you've heard that kind of argument before. And, and I admire the people that are. So I don't judge the public defenders or the the criminal defense lawyers because. We do have a constitution. You have a right to counsel, right. Sixth Amendment. So I believe in all those things. Uh, I just didn't want to be that person. And, right. And, and I, but I don't judge the lawyers that do that. It just wasn't long-term for me. You know, early on, it was little cops or robbers, a little fun. But I've also grown, you know, a lot more conservative, you know. And, and, and I, I, I really believe that most laws are there for a reason right uh and and all that i mean we may have some laws that we all could argue about whether it's possession of marijuana in florida you, sure you know what's happening nationwide it's be, becoming legalized it's going to be a little silly you know to put someone in jail for uh, right ounce of right pot. but so those type of cases, but it's not always that easy so it could be ted bundy next week and, and the rapist that week right. and 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 when, and somebody that pilfered grandma of all her money, they've stolen all the money from grandma, and now she's lost everything. And I don't, I don't want to be the lawyer representing that person. Yeah. And I'm thankful I don't. So again, as a personal injury lawyer, I like what I do. But also, if I if you came in and I felt you were a faker, mm. I felt you were playing the system, I could politely say, you know what, uh, sir, um, <laughs> don't think I want your case. Why don't you try the next lawyer down the street? And, and, and I and so I can't decline. You don't. I don't have right. to. Right, right, exactly. You know, I you, you don't have to take my business. You right. know, uh, being able to fire clients is kind of important <laughs> to be able to do. Uh, so we've talked about why you like doing what you do. We talked about the roads not taken. We talked about the past and what could have been. I do want to talk about your future. Uh, but the problem is we don't have a lot of time right now to be able to do so. So we're going to have to do that in the next episode, Terrence. Uh, so don't forget, you can listen to any of the episodes you want. You can just go back in the player. You can just look on the website right here, grossandschuster.com. If you're listening to it that way, if you're listening to it on your favorite apps, if you're listening to it on iTunes, or if you're listening to it on Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening to it on, you can go back and you can listen to those previous episodes and get all caught up. So Terrence, let's talk next time. Thanks for being here. Take care.